This is a HeadGum Podcast. In 86, Anna Martin wrote the first book of what became a cult. Now it's time for Babysitter's Club Mm. Oh, Jack. Mm. Uh, uh. I'm just, uh, let me catch my breath. I'm winded and I need to cover the sounds of you eating vegan brie <laughs> on mic. Oh, I'm just so winded. It feels like it was just uh, about 18 hours ago. Mm-hmm. In the future. That I was recording an episode of the Babysitters. <laughs> Sorry, yes. 18 hours ago and... 10 to 12 weeks in the future yeah. that I was recording an episode of Babysitter's Club Friends Forever with you. Yes, that's exactly right. Uh, but beep, 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 we're, we're hacking into the your feed with a, a whole new show. That's cool to say. That's how, what, that's, does that sound good? We're hacking into your feed with a whole new show. Yes. Because good. we've decided to take the next... 10, 10 to 12 weeks. Lives. God, it would be so easy for us to just look up how many episodes there are, wouldn't it? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No. Unprofessional. Won't do it. Unprofessional. Right. Um, it, we're going to take the next 10 to 12 weeks to talk about a new bit of Babysitter's Club lore. Yes. And media mm-hmm. that Anne herself has. She's descended from heaven. The mountain. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. Princeton, New Jersey, mm-hmm. and given us a golden tablet, yeah, with some new rules to Christianity on it. The, that's right. That's right. And and they're like, she like got it on Etsy. <laughs> and there's like new angels, and you can marry yeah. like lots of people. It's really it's pretty wild, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's um. It's a whole new chunk of Babysitter's Club, and we want to strike while the iron is hot because we're content professionals. Is that is that from their marketing materials? Did you just take that from their like press release? Yeah, sorry. I was just reading their PR release. A whole new chunk of Babysitter's Club. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> Another mini chunk of Babysitter's chunk Club. Of babysitter's Club? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Anne and teamed up with Netflix to do a Babysitter's Club TV show. I don't know if you've heard about it, but Jack, I, I need, now I need to vamp because Jack just took another big heaping bite of <laughs> vegan brie on toast. But mm-hmm. there's a new Netflix show, Babysitter's Club, it's called. And it's new, and it's for the modern era. And it is made by Netflix and Anne, and we are going to take the next 10 weeks to watch it, and the Friends Forever series is paused, and... If you're new to the show because you heard that there's a Babysitters Club podcast talking about the new show and you're and you want to listen to it, um, welcome, welcome. This yeah. is what it's like. The show, uh, yeah, this, this is a lot what it's like. Sometimes we introduce a show. Would you like me to do that? Oh yeah, sorry, I forgot. I think like just just because we did record last night, it is the middle yeah. of the afternoon on the Friday that the show came out, mm-hmm. and I'm feeling a little sort of like intoxicated just on yeah just on the on the very presence of new babysitters club material well we really scuttled our own plans didn't we <laughs> because we've we? been literally literally for months in our facebook group 
people have been posting like every update, like, oh, casting decisions, like new articles about like when it's going to be released. And like just it's really been a, a major topic of conversation in my life for months. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then only yesterday I was like, uh, maybe we should talk about it. Yesterday we show? sat down to record our normal show on our normal yep. evening, Thursday evening. And we were mm-hmm. like, shit, this Netflix show comes out tomorrow. And it's like, yeah. Okay, let's um, abandon all of our plans, <laughs> totally yeah. upend our lives and our weekends, mm-hmm. watch the TV show tomorrow, record tomorrow night, and then edit it for Monday. And it turns out yeah. that the next 10 weeks or 12 weeks or whatever uh, yeah, will we will just not, We be, will not look to won't. see how many episodes there are. And that's actually the first rule of the new Babysitter's Club Club, isn't it? We will yep. not look. And please don't tell us. And please don't tell us. We want yeah. to be surprised. Maybe yeah. it's a thousand. Maybe it's like Doctor It could Who. be a thousand. Yeah. And they just keep like regenerating into new girl bodies. Yes. Wouldn't that be nice? Yes. So welcome to the show, newcomers. Welcome to the show, old comers. Yep. Ugh. That's um, good. No, that was good. I liked it. We keep it. We keep it. Oh, we call this you is also Baby Nation. Yeah, you're called Baby Nation. So welcome to the nation. Babies. babies. New babies. Um and also to old babies, you're still welcome here. You're always welcome here. Um, Second and- cast, I would say. <laughs> Don't you think? Yeah, that's perfect. That's great. <laughs> that's good community building. <laughs> Is relegate all of like your most loyal listeners to this to a second class. Yeah. Um, and this is a, no, a, a rare no whammies episode. Oh, yeah, because it is the middle of the afternoon. My son is taking a nap, um, and so we have one hour and just one hour. So everything we say is content. Everything, everything. we say is content. The vegan yeah. pre-eating, that stuff, that's just going in there. You, you know? just wanted to create a bit of extra challenge for a No Whammies episode by coming in eating vegan brie on toast. Here's what I need to do. I do need to take two more bites of it. I'll cut out my mouth sounds, but I'd love for you to introduce both of us while I do that. Can you do that? Okay, yep. So welcome, hi, hi, and welcome to the Babysitter's Club. Club, can you at least say club through a mouthful of brie? Thank you. It's a podcast wherein I, Tanner Greenring, and my co-host, Jack Shepard, talk about the Babysitter's Club series of novels written by Anne M. Martin, except now we don't do that. What we do instead is we talk about the Netflix original series the babysitter's club on netflix um which is not written by Anna martin but inspired by the works of Anna martin and we will talk about who it is written by later because great it's universe shaping in a way it's it's a we've got there's like a new member of the pantheon interesting almost okay i like to hear this yeah so we'll talk about that later but yeah, it's we talk about the Babysitters Club books, and until now, if you're new, I don't know that we're going to get any new listeners. We both are kind of working off this assumption that we might, but if you are new, yeah, uh, we talk about the Babysitters Club books. We've talked about nearly all of them. We're halfway through the literal last bit of Babysitters Club books, which are the Friends Forever books. This is the first time I think. In the history of our podcast, which has been going for more than four years, where the the bus that is our podcast, and it's the bus from Steve. The Venga bus. No, oh. it's not the Venga bus. 
It's the bus from Speed. I think it's the Vanga bus. Okay. I think it's the Vanga bus. Okay, fine. Well, the Vanga bus has a bomb on it. And if the Vanga bus... <laughs> yeah, that's why everybody's so worried. They're like, the Vanga boys are coming. The Vanga bus is coming. That's why everyone's jumping out of the way. There's a bomb on that bus. <laughs> But so that thing about the our, the bus that it's our podcast, which is the Venga bus, it is a Venga bus. Yeah, um, it's never stopped before because of the bomb. But today, for the right. first time, for the first time, the bus has stopped so that if new people can get on. Yeah, but you have to get on fast because this you got to get on fast because we can't slow down past sixty miles an hour. The Venga bomb might blow up. <laughs> <at any moment. laughs> Um, yes. Yeah. So here true. we are. It's our show. We're talking about the first um, episode of the Netflix series. I want to briefly do you tell do the listeners, yeah, why we're doing it. Can I say oh, that? Uh, yeah. Okay. And I would love for you to like walk them through some of the epithets too, if you can. Okay. Cool. Well, what I will first say is that um, the reason that we do this podcast is because I, um, when I was a young man, moved to the United States, uh, and I, my best friend was my cousin, and sad. She, she had a whole bunch of Babysitter's Club books, and I read a lot of them, and so they've been an important part of my life. And then for you, Tanner, I think, and tell me if this is wrong, but you erroneously assumed that it was Babysitter's Club as in, like, clubbing seals? Yeah, I thought And they you were, were like, like, excited about that? And that's why like you kind of seals, agreed to like, do it? I thought they were martial artists. <laughs> okay, yeah. That was like an Ong Bak kind of thing where it's like this group of young women who take care of children and also use clubs to defeat like the Yakuza. Okay, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And that sounded really interesting to me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> good. Um, uh, but anyway, now we're here we are. Um, and you wanted me to say the epithets. Well, I, 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 well, so you made me introduce the show so you could eat your vegan brie. Yeah. Um, and I don't know the epithets because I don't have them written down or memorized. So I, I just thought maybe you'd want to take a run at them. You don't have to. We're It's sort of a reset, too. We're back to Christie's great idea, which is actually Watson's great idea. Um, yeah. And yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> I like their... I like, don't know that... We're going we're gonna to modernize the Babysitter's Club uh, and just like make it like in tune with progressive values. And like we're not going to change much except that the idea is actually Watson's... <laughs> Um, yeah, I, th- it, I, so I don't know if we need to do the epithets cause like at this point in time, sort of in the, in the canon, in this moment and didn't have any epithets. Yeah. Let's come up with new epithets for the new hand. Oh, you know what? You love coming up with new epithets. Yeah. Well, here's what I'm realizing. It's your favorite. We'll do one each week. I want to talk about the hand of God that appears in this show. And I'm realizing that it may, I was wondering what it was and I thought you might, have some thoughts about it but it's maybe becoming clear to me that what it represents is whoever this mysterious ghostwriter is this new person they brought in yeah we i don't know if we want to assign hand of god to Anne because she's not the hand of god here it's really this new ghostwriter but i'll say this mm-hmm. there's a few options here in, in the text for epithets yeah the show is sort of framed by this narrative device like the first book where Christy needs to write an essay on decorum. Right, yes. And she relates it back to Thomas Jefferson. Yes. And his words that all men are created equal. Right. And she says all people are created equal. 
She said if Thomas Jefferson was such a fucking genius, why why did he say all men when he should have meant all people? Yes. And I'm wondering if Anne was giving us a clue at her epithet there. Is it maybe the the people creator? There's something there. The creator. Otherwise, I think the other the other one is Sam says he's going to go see a carcinogens concert. And I was thinking maybe that was the clue. Yeah. Anne is like saying, she, do she want us to call her the carcinogen? That seems That was weird, dark. too. Do we do book recaps in this? Or not book recaps. What do you call it? What do you call a book that's on a screen? Uh, uh, um, uh, Episode. Recaps. A picture book? Picture Maybe? book sounds close, but I think that's like a, a, like a board book, you know? Okay. Uh, it's like a, a... Video book. Video book. Yes. Yeah. Let me just read this passage, and then we can talk about whether we want to recap this. We can do whatever we want, for what it's worth. But listen to this. It's you, no whammies, you, but it's also no rules just right. Yes, it's no whammies and no no rules. Um, Charlie says, so we were introduced to Charlie and Sam. They're not as cool or hot as I thought they w- would be yeah, in real life. Charlie. This is not my Charlie. Yeah, that's not my Charlie. But the following thing happens. Uh, Elizabeth, who is played by a famous actress... I think, because I could recognize her face. Batgirl? That's her most famous role in my mind. She ba- plays Batgirl. I haven't seen that one. But you she's a famous Batman person. And Robin? Actually, no. With uh, George Clooney and, and Chris... Chris O'Donnell. Is it Chris O'Donnell? Anyway, it's Alicia yeah. Silverstone. She plays Batgirl. Oh, it is Alicia Silverstone, because I thought she looked a lot like Alicia Silverstone. <laughs> and it is. It's Alicia Silverstone, and she plays okay. Batgirl. In That's the, great. I think Joel Schumacher, Batman and Robin. Okay, so now this is breaking news for listeners. We've honed in on who the first, uh, the name of one of the cast, and it's Alicia Silverstone, famous actress, and she plays Elizabeth. Interesting that Anne chose to cast Batgirl. Yeah, if that is interesting. As Anne, Elizabeth okay. Brewer, because you may not know this, new baby bees, <laughs> but, oh, we also call you baby bees. Uh, Anne hates bats. And is a bane to bats, and she hates bats. And 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 bats are her natural enemy in the wild. It's the only thing yeah. that can probably could bring her down. Uh, but it's it is also yeah. her, her. It's her greatest fear. But she is their greatest fear. Yes. So choosing back. I mean, that works with the Batman mythology. She can't control herself around bats. Right. Yes. The the fear her primal the primal Anne takes over. Yeah. You know. Uh, I would lo- really love to read this passage. Mm-hmm. From the video book. Here's what, so Elizabeth, uh, now we know, Alicia Silverstone, Batgirl says, okay, let's just say Batgirl, I think is the easiest. Yep. Batgirl says, hey, can anybody fucking babysit, please, for the love of God? I need a babysitter because I have a date with Watson. And Charlie and Sam are playing a video game. I couldn't figure out which game it was. Maybe you did. Look like Street Fighter 4 or Street Fighter 5. And Charlie says. Whatever Whatever the new Street Fighter is. Charlie says, I'm going out with Olivia tomorrow night. And Sam says, I'm going out with Emmett and Oliver to see the carcinogens. Yes. That was weird, I thought. What part of it is weird? Well, what's the carcinogens? I assume he means carcinogens, like cancer-causing agents in food or environmental sources. So he's like Doogie Hauser. I think so. He's probably okay. like Doogie Hauser in this. Which yeah. is a character choice, I guess. Yeah, I like and it. Maybe they'll explore that later. Well, they did. A, they made a number of interesting choices. The, in the books, for instance, the girls are bees. Right. 
And in this, they had them be uh, human women. They Which chose to depict them as young women in this. And they transported them into the future, didn't they? There were some indications that it's not not our future. Right. But our present day, but the girls' future. There are some indications. At one point, Claudia says, um, why don't you come on over and we'll Postmates some pizza? Yeah. Which is a pretty good indication that it's not 1986 anymore. No. And they're playing Street Fighter V, which came out just a couple years ago. Yeah, there's a lot of indications that this is modern day. The club notebook is no longer a notebook. Did it's you catch like that? iPad. No, it's a Google Docs. Marianne says, I'll start a Google Docs, and we can start keeping track of our jobs and our notes from our jobs and everything like that. Oh, that's not as cool as a notebook, is it? Not quite as cool. No, no, no. Yeah. They should have done it. You know how in Romeo and Juliet they call the gun brand swords so they don't have to yeah. change anything what would be cool would be if she just had like a notebook computer you know and then she's like oh i'm writing oh, it up yeah. in the babysitter's club notebook like the wink, one wink. with the the little like red nub in the middle of the keyboard that you yeah. use as a mouse yeah hell yeah and that yeah. would make it like really modern <laughs> um what do you want let's stay with i think we should describe it yeah. i think we should okay. describe the the um video, video book. book yes yeah. okay good you do it you do it first always Okay. Always, you do it first. Okay. I usually do it second. I do it in 60... I do it in 60 seconds, usually, and you do it first. Unless we just want to do it once. You know what? New rules, just right. New rules, just right. You do it in 60 seconds. And that's it? And that's it. That seems unfair. Well, I'll do it in 60 seconds next time. Okay, that's fair. Okay. Okay. We only do it once now. Yeah, fine. We, we do usually it do it twice. We only do it once now. And now we do it once. Will you want to time me? Yes. Okay. Oh, God, it's been so long. 60 minutes. Second burger. No whammies here. You got to fill dead air if you're looking for Run. A... Okay, yep. 60-second burger run is up and running. <clears throat> oh, that's I'm not fair. i hit start that's in not fair. five, four, okay. three, two, one. Go. Okay, uh... Christy is a girl in Stony Okay, Brook. I got an she ad, gets... so you, you get an extra eight I don't want you talking seconds. at all. I don't want you talking. Christy is a girl in Stony Brook. She uh, uh, speaks out in class uh, against the patriarchy and is punished by her teacher and has to write an essay. That's how it opens. She introduces us to her friends. Uh, Marianne is her best friend. She's shy. And then also she has this friend called Claudia, who she used to be more close with, but Claudia has discovered boys and isn't that, isn't that interested in hanging out with her anymore. Anyway, cut to uh, uh, her mom, Elizabeth, is uh, pretty hot and heavy with this guy, Watson, uh, who's a millionaire, and he's very cool, and I like him a lot. And uh, the, uh, Elizabeth announces that they're getting married, uh, and that really pisses off Christy, and she says some pretty mean things to Watson. Uh, in the meantime, uh, Christy realizes that her mom's difficulty finding babysitting uh, could be solved if she uh, creates a club with her friends to uh, so that everyone can find a babysitter whenever they need one. And she um, asks Claudia to join, and Claudia brings this girl from New York called Stacy, uh, who's hiding some kind of secret, which is uh, unclear because she said she was going to be away one weekend and couldn't babysit, and in fact she wasn't away. So what the hell is that all about? Um, and um, there's a lady with a beret that I want to talk about. How much time do I have left? I don't know. I wasn't timing you, and here's why. Let me explain. 
Okay, you did a terrible job because they definitely went longer than 60 seconds. Yeah, yeah. So, how do I say this? I don't want to say this without doing libel. Okay. But Cool Math Games has gone to fucking shit. Fuck Cool Math Games, man. I went to Cool Math Games to fire up an, uh, a game of 60-second burger run so I know exactly how long 60 seconds is. It's it the only way exactly to Exactly 60 it. seconds to play burger run. People rely on this, Cool Math Games. People rely on this to time their days out. I went there, and it immediately served me an ad, mm-hmm. which took 10 seconds. So I was like, fine, yeah. Jack gets an extra 10 seconds. And then when the ad was over, I hit start, and the game failed to load. So I hit refresh, and I had to click through, like, the close out of a lot of pop-ups. Mm-hmm. And then it started playing another fucking video ad before the game started. And I was like, fuck this. Fuck wow. Cool Math Games. Okay. Yeah. Okay? We're back. We're, they're over. Cool Math Games are over. If only there were some, like, more convenient and easy way to, like, time someone for 60 seconds. I wish that, too. I <laughs> wish that, too. But... It would make cool math you'd, games has, you'd be has able taken to pay attention one. to me and kind of be locked in. We wouldn't have to advertise for this shitty company. I know. Cool math games. Ugh. If someone, if anyone can think of something, let us know. So you had uh, you had unlimited time, and, and did you get all the plot out with it? Not really. Yeah, I got all the plot out so much so that like I ended up just kind of flailing around at the end, and you made me look bad. Well, you made yourself look bad. I want to talk about this beret lady. I want to talk about the Bray Lady too, Jack. But first, I want to talk about okay <laughs> Netflix. While we're okay. talking about bad companies, yeah, okay, good, perfect. Let's bite the hand that feeds you. I logged into Netflix this morning to watch this program that I'm very mm-hmm. excited about. Yeah, right. Yes, and was it at the top of my trending list? No, no. Was it in my recommended for you list? No. Was it in my New on Netflix list. No. Hmm. I had to go search for it like some kind of peasant. Wow. I had to like, pull up sure my Apple TV. you want to watch this? I had to go, I had to scroll over to search and hold my Apple TV up to my mouth and say, Babysitter's Club into the remote so it could understand me clearly. Yeah. Before it would go find it for me. And I just think Netflix, how could you fuck this up so badly how could your algorithm get this so wrong yeah why would it not serve me why would it not be the first thing on my list babysitter's club i mean maybe because you've been watching like super weird you know who shit I am? for years and you know who i am <laughs> they do know who you are <laughs> don't you know who i am yeah no that's serve a good me point. babysitter's club don't you know who i am ba- netflix and and they did immediately serve me babysitter's club they're like Jesus. i know who you are you want to watch Babysitter's Club? They gave me something called uns- Unresolved Mysteries or something like that. That sounds like, cool. What? Yeah. Um, I'm sorry to hear that. Do you want to talk, speaking of Unresolved Mysteries, do you want to talk about the Beret Lady? Yes. Great segue. Okay. Great. <laughs> Thank you. At the 15 minute and 30 second mark of this film, of this filmic experience. Mm-hmm. Of this video book. Yep. The Bray Lady walks by. Okay. She is beige all over. And she's got she's the all craziest beige. beret. She's it's got a weird. crazy beret. And if I remember correctly, Claudia hands her a pamphlet, right? Claudia, I think it's Stacy hands her a pamphlet. 
And does she do a face like this? Yes. It's yeah, it's kind of like that. So you did like a smug face, but that but I what I want is for us to actually hone in on the expression. So let's get this right because this is like the coolest moment in the entire episode. Stacy hands her a pamphlet, and Stacy says, "Babysitters Club." And she doesn't say it like that. She says it like an actor would. Babysitters yep. Club, something. I don't know how to ba- do it. I'm not an actor. Ba- Babysitters Club. <laughs> I'm not a trained actor, but I'm... What's the guy who says hello and welcome to the actor's studio? She says it like that. Yes. James. The Babysitter's Club. Yes. And then Stacy does the expression that you did, Tanner. She does this like... Does this come come across over audio? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of... It's like... It's a Stacy sneer. Sort of her go It's a Stacy sneer. Which doesn't totally make sense because she's just trying to get her to use her business service. Then, as the lady walks away, and this is – everybody go back and watch it, please. It's 15 minutes and 30 seconds. I, we're going to try our best to convey this over audio. It's vital to understanding what they're trying to do, what Anne and the unnamed ghostwriter, as yet unnamed ghostwriter, are trying to do. As the lady walks away, the expression she makes is like – it's kind of like an expression you would make if you were say- if you were saying like "fuck yeah." She's like, <laughs> "Yeah, <clears throat> like yeah, got it, got him." Something. Do you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have a theory for the lady, the beret lady? Well, there's one other. There's two other pieces of information we need to know before we hone in on a theory. And I do not more have clues. A more clues. Two more I clues. I have a theory, but let's okay. see if your wall of evidence supports my theory or negates it. Negates it. Here's number one. What's fucking wild. I watched this 30 times in a row. I just kept looping back. At the same time that the beret lady makes that expression, which doesn't make sense. She just got handed a babysitter's club flyer, and she, like, barrels the camera, and she just goes, fuck yeah, with her face. Yeah. And then at that exact moment, Stacy does the same expression behind her in the background. She does the same expression, like, yeah. Like they're okay. connected, and the lady is kind of Stacy-ish. She's got like a Stacy outfit, like the she's kind of prep. Fucking, she's preppy. Yeah. And yeah. then the final piece of evidence is her po- like posh, sort of. Her her moving past the screen reveals what's going on at a table behind Stacy, and it's a man who's like a businessman having dinner, and he's doing this like weird like mime with his hands. I'm do- I'm doing it for Tanner. He's just going. <laughs> okay, interesting. Where he's like, it's not like something you would do at dinner. He's like showing someone the palms of his hands in a. In I a don't odd way. Think the last bit of information is relevant to what's going on. My theory or what's okay. happening here in the scene. I think this is Liz Lewis. Okay. The head of. The Babysitter's Agency. The head of the Babysitter's Agency from... And I think this uh, is foreshadowing okay. from the truth about Stacy. Okay. And I think this is foreshadowing and what they've... They've showed us the bad babysitter, the bad babysitting element of Stony Brook. And she okay. got this flyer and she's like, fuck yeah, because what she's thinking is like, I'm going to steal this idea. That's good. Okay, I like that. And you will see me again in the near future. Okay, that's brilliant. And then, so th- this maybe connects to another thing, which is that... Um, oh, and the man? The man, yeah. Goliath Hardbody. 
Oh, of course. And he's like, that's something that Goliath would do. He's like right. just doing a power move on like a client where he's like, he like read some book that was like Mesmerize. Stephen Covey, like habits of influential people or whatever, where he's like, he's like, <laughs> if you show them the palms of your hand while you're talking, they'll be more impressed by you. It'll set them at ease. <laughs> yeah. And that is That true, way they actually. know you don't have a dagger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, so maybe this connects to another thing that happens, which is that um, Elizabeth, the reason that Elizabeth, uh, um, what's her name? Batgirl. The reason Batgirl doesn't want to just do what all of the rest of us in the modern era do and go on like care.com is because yeah. the site that exists in the, in their universe that where you can get babysitters not only costs $78, but they will sell your personal information to the Russians. Okay, and, and so what, I was wondering if that was like big Russian babysitting, and that's like kind of setting something up for the future, where oh, it's like there's like like a shadowy Russian babysitting conglomerate in the background that is going to be a nemesis for them. Right, it could be. I'm curious what you saw in this episode that made you feel like babysitteravailable.com or whatever sells your information. Well, she says it. Oh, she does say that. Batgirl says. Oh no, Claudia says it. Christy's like, yeah, fucking babysittingkremlin.net was $78. And then Claudia says, oh, and I bet they'll sell your information to the Russians. So the other night, my mother needed a sitter for David Michael. And she had to make like a million phone calls and pay 80 bucks to join this weird website. Which will then sell her personal information to like the Russians. Okay, right. We've talked about this a little bit before, but the babysitters we often get for Miles are um, Irish ladies because they can come over on a yeah. special visa, visa where they get to work in a bar or be a babysitter. And it sounds like this is something similar to that, but for Russians, so it's sort of steeped in sort of xenophobia. Right, yes. Her mistrust of these websites. And that's going to be fun. That'll be a fun plot to kind of unravel. I also just thought that moment was relatable because she was like, uh, my trial's out and I can't like remember my login. It's like, yeah, I've given up on like, I give up on something instantly when I can't remember my login or if the trial's out. Um, cool. What do you think about taking a quick break? If you think we need to, it's no whammies, so we got to keep the re- the okay. mics running. They'll hear. Sure. They'll hear everything. Okay. Here's. <laughs> I'm going to let you in on something, Tanner. I do do a little bit of editing of the episodes before. Even I no whammies? Them. Even no whammies? Yeah, even no whammies. And so when I say, like, let's take a quick break, what I'm going to do is actually I'm going to throw to, in post, I'm going to throw to, like, the theme song, like a little okay. snippet of it. And then people will have the experience then, of us taking a break, even if we When don't. the theme song ends, it'll come back to silence because both of us are off, like, going to the bathroom or grabbing a beer. Well, we, you and I don't. Whether we actually take a break is irrelevant. Is what what I'm saying. It's like movie magic. Whether oh, okay. you and I actually take a break is irrelevant. Okay. Does that track for you? Does that make sense? So I don't. So I'm not allowed to go to the bathroom. I don't want you to. No, I want to just keep barreling through. But okay, gonna, okay, I want great. to. Okay, great. So can you handle this? Okay, Tanner's hit pause. Okay, sorry, everyone. <laughs> This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hmm. 
What would I do with an extra hour in my day? Very interesting question, BetterHelp. Hello, everyone. This is Evil Tanner. I'm like regular Tanner, except evil. Our sponsor, BetterHelp, has put a little prompt here in the copy for us. What would you do with an extra hour in your day? My own website, which only exists on the dark web, of course, uh, wetterhelp.com, could use a little help. So I would probably use that hour to do a whole bunch, like just flood Facebook with one like, one prayer. Please go donate to my GoFundMe. I need to bring my website, wetterhelp.com, back from the brink. Betterhelp.com, they feel like there's a little bit of uh, infringement. I said, well, you know, we're on the dark web. You guys are on the surface web. Our whole thing is like, getting people wet who don't want to be wet so it's like stepping in a puddle or like sitting on a bench that's wet that's us like that's what we do share this with a friend one like one prayer i will follow through on the like prayer stuff too i will be praying all night i would use today's sponsor betterhelp.com um of course i can't i an evil tanner i can only use the deep web we do have a deep web version of betterhelp.com um it's called worsehelp.com it's not good but i think betterhelp.com is great from everything i've heard convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist. You can switch at any time, no additional charge. Uh, go check it out. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash bedfellows to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash bedfellows. See you there. Well, not me, but have fun. Okay, I teased this at the top of the episode, Tanner, but I do want to talk about it. Another sinister and troubling... Tease me, Daddy. Okay, I didn't need that at all. Yeah. It hasn't helped. It's In fact, yeah. it's derailed me because it's... It, like, I, I know that you're just trying to, like, validate me. Yeah. But it was such an odd thing to say that it's ended yeah. up throwing me completely off what I was saying. Anyway, that's, that's just a note for you. Yeah, I didn't like saying uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> just <laughs> popped into my head. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, we all had to listen to it. But I we I teased at the top of the episode, the hand of God, I'm sure you noticed it. If you didn't, let me refresh your memory at the moment, twenty three minutes and three seconds into this episode. Oh, by the way, folks, by the way Me or what they do, what the Netflix does in thirty minutes, thir- they give you thirty minutes of content. We're giving you an hour of content on the same thing. Yeah, so we're, I think we're they doing are twice the work that they did. They are forty-five minute episodes. No, they're not. They're thirty minutes. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Just uh, take the compliment, man. Take the win. We're doing double the work that they do. We're giving you double the content. We're taking with the same with the same raw materials. But we're, we're taking just doing more. Ugly, dirty little rocks. Yeah. And we are polishing them into beautiful, gleaming gems. Yes, exactly. Thank you. That's that's what we're doing. Okay. At 23 minutes and three seconds in, a, a sinister uh, image appears on Claudia's door. Okay. And I mean sinister literally. I'm going to my mind palace to see if I can remember. Okay. I can't. I will try to describe it. I mean okay. sinister literally because it is a left hand, the sinister hand. Right, yes. Something we've discussed before. It is a left hand, and in the middle of the left hand, it's a drawing. In the middle of the left hand is a triangle, 
right side up with four straight lines going down through the center of the triangle. Is that pagan? I don't know, or man. Or like Wiccan or something? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It really struck me. I looked at it for a long time. I tried to get like a really focused version of it to see if I could see what it was, but they deliberately kind of keep it out of focus. And then f- there are four radiating bars coming out of the um, towards the northwest, northeast, southwest, and southeast corners of the diagram. Okay. Um, it really struck me. Everything else in Claudia's uh, room is just like pictures of orbs, mostly. Right, or like disembodied faces. Or disembodied faces. Or statues of menstruation. Yeah, she does do a statue of, a, of menstruation at one point. Um, but this uh, struck me, and I've been calling it the hand of God. Um, Interesting. And I, I wonder if you have any insight into what it might be. It felt kind of Illuminati-ish. Illuminati-ish does make sense. I'm wondering if this is the hand of, of the god of this episode and series, this new okay. ghostwriter. Okay. Oh, so it's like Ned Stark is the hand of the king. And if Anne is God, then the new ghostwriter is the hand of God. Yeah, I think Anne is the head god. But as mm-hmm. we know from the, the series of books, right. Anne deploys a cabal of ghostwriters to do a lot of her dirty work for her right and i think Anne has introduced a new member of the pantheon this week a new ghostwriter has has entered the the annals of history okay and do we want to talk about her maybe this is her hand maybe this okay, is her like signature that. right on the that's episode. her epithet yeah okay tell me so tell me who it is and she's the hand of god this is so the new ghostwriter and our new rever- revered being is mm-hmm. Rachel Schukert. Okay, the hand of God. And what do we know about Rachel her? Rachel Schukert, the hand of God. She's credited at the end of the episode as being the series creator okay. and writer. Okay, all right. So she's in the Pantheon. She's in the Pantheon for sure, yeah. Okay, interesting. And we'll have to keep an eye on her because I think what, what you and I are uniquely good at is pulling out the ticks and peculiarities of all of these ghostwriters and finding something to really latch onto with each of them. Sometimes okay. it's their sweet smelling feet. Sometimes it's the fact that they're dogs. Sometimes it's something else. That they're an entity. So we, we probably want to keep an eye on Rachel Schukert. I'll tell you this. Yeah. I don't know if I need to like, um, what do you, what do you call it when you know too much about a case and need to, not be oh, you have to recuse it. yourself? I may have to recuse myself because Rachel Schukert happens to be Twitter friends with my wife. Okay. Well, that's suspicious as hell. So she's been stalking you, your family, for a long time, it sounds like. When did she first insinuate herself into your life? Okay. And is this IP freely? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'd be freely because it sounds like maybe Rachel Schukert's heard about the Babysitter's Club Club or podcast and was like, wow, this thing's really got legs. I should pitch Netflix on a show. Okay. She discovered the Babysitter's Club through us. I don't know if that's true and I don't want to do libel. I mean, it really sounds like it must be, right? And I also don't want to speak ill of a ghostwriter. She's a revered member of the Pantheon now. Right, and she is. She could crush us. <laughs> so anyway, welcome Rachel to the Pantheon. Yes. Okay, that's interesting. You're in, in great revered company, including Peter Larangis. 
Yeah. The, the entity. Sweet, feet of sweet. So we've got, the, we've got the feet and we've got the hands. It, they make up a body. Together they make up a body, don't they? I mean, all of them, somehow. Presumably. Like Zordon. It's a lot like, I was thinking like Voltron. Or yeah, no, Voltron. Sure. Zordon yeah. was just sort of the disembodied head. They form like Voltron. Everyone has always said that about the Babysitter's Club Ghost Riders, and now it's becoming true. We've got the hands. We've always ignored it. Everyone's always just like, yes. you know they're Voltron, right? And we're just like, shut up. Please do not. Yeah. Yeah. But now we Interesting. Okay, I am into it, and I'm welcome, welcome Rachel. Or yes. Or Schukert, whichever you prefer. Or Your Highness, or whatever. Yeah, let us know what you prefer. you prefer. Yeah. Or just hand. Jack. Yes. Can I introduce Uh-oh. a new segment for the... the yeah. The video book is it series w- is it whining because you're doing a real whiny a little bit effect. Okay, it's yeah. a little whiny. Okay, yep. Let's hear it. It's called. You don't understand. I could have had class. I could have been a contender. I could have. I could have played this fucking character. <laughs> I consider myself a Babysitters Club influencer, Jack. Mm-hmm. I. I'm a preeminent scholar and expert on Babysitter's Club and its ghostwriters. I'm recently an influencer. quoted in Vogue magazine. Recently quoted in Vogue. I'm an influencer. I bring the masses to Babysitter's Club. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's too much to mm-hmm. ask that you and I get a cameo on this fucking show. It's not, and I have asked it. I have very explicitly asked it. Of you did the, ask someone literally at, at Walden Media who made the show. Yeah. You sent in an email once. We'll take a we'll t- we'll both take a cameo on the show. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. So, not really. A, a very nice person at Walden Media was like, "Hey, <laughs> we should do something." I was like, "Great, fly us out and put us on the show." I want to be Mr. Prezioso. <laughs> I think you wanted to be Mr. Prezioso. I think yeah. you and I deserve a bit on this yeah. show, and I found the bit, and I found a character this week that made me think I could have played this fucking character. Is it is it Claudia? No, I thought the character, I thought the actor actress they chose for Claudia was she, quite. I good. was going to say, I think you could play most of the roles, but I actually thought Claudia was really excellent, and that that's one where I would think, well, you know what, maybe leave it to a younger generation. I thought a lot know? of the Babysitters Club were really great. I thought Watson was really great. I thought Batgirl yeah. was really great. But no, I this was um, at the six minute mark. Christy is in class in like um, geography class or like history class or something. Mm-hmm. Social studies. She's come up with the idea for. Babysitter's Club, and by she, I mean Watson, um, and <laughs> has passed a note to Claudia, an, an old friend of hers. Yes. But sort of um, estranged a little estranged. bit. Estranged, yeah. And said, do you want to join the Babysitter's Club? We could use your help. And yeah. Your art expertise and your private line and your room. Yeah. And this teacher walks by, Mr. Mm-hmm. Redmond. Re- Redmond, yeah. And says, Christy, mm-hmm. are you passing notes in my class? Wow. Okay. That was cool. Was that? Sorry, did... let me um, <clears throat> let me get in the character. Okay. Because I thought I that was is... really good. That was a good read. <clears throat> Hello, my name is Tanner Greenring. I'll be auditioning for the part of Mr. Edmont. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. Great. What are your credentials? Are you a, you're an expert in the field? I'm not a trained actor, but I am. Um, I consider myself sort of a self-trained actor. I am, I've been told I'm quite talented. Yeah. Uh, and um, I'm just really enthusiastic about the Babysitter's Club, so I hope you'll consider me. Okay, great. 
Come on. Don't have a lot of time. Christy Thomas. <laughs> Are you passing notes in my class? <laughs> Sort okay. of Skeletor, isn't it? Yeah. So I here's a quick note for you. We don't have a lot of time. We have a lot of professional actors are going to be coming through for the audition. Um, Skeletor, yes. And so what you've done is is, is pretty good for a, a witch of some kind, or like a witch king, or maybe like a like a, a skull faced lord of Eternia. Can I but try what another we want take? Is more like strict social studies teacher. Okay. Yeah. Let me do another take. Okay. <clears throat> Christy Thomas, <laughs> are you passing notes in my class? Okay. That is forbidden. Okay. Again, I... I, I cast I, thee out. Yeah. I, I'm still getting kind of an evil sorcerer vibe, which is great. would be great if we were doing, yeah. like, the Dark Crystal or something like that. But this is... it's. Do you know about the Babysitter's Club? It's like a show about young girls in middle school who kind of... Yeah, I've read, I've read a number of the books. So there's not a I lot of... I just want of... to do something a little interesting with the character. Okay, why don't you take one more run at it? Okay. I'm going to do something completely different this time. It sounds okay. like you're not really connecting with what I'm okay. putting out yeah, so yeah, far, yeah. but... Yeah, yeah. Take, <clears throat> take a run at it from a totally different angle. Yeah. Okay. Um, yep, go for it. Yo, Christy! <laughs> okay. Forget about it. Okay. You pass the notes in my class, forget about it. Yeah, okay, it's kind of like the Fonz type of... Or like, I, well, I'm who's from the Brooklyn. boss? It's who's the boss. I'm bo- from Brooklyn, okay, and I was just Brooklyn. trying to kind of channel like, personal experience a little bit. Okay, I'll tell you what we're going to do is we're going to... We'll call you. Okay. Okay. I think, Jack, if it weren't... I do think you and I deserve parts on this show, and Walden yeah, Media, no, it's fucking—it's a travesty that we're not on the show. It's—it's it's an, an outrage. Please do reach out to us, Walden, Walden Media, and we're happy to play literally any role. We'll do. Please anything. do, and don't think we didn't see the fucking trip man opening the the doors to his DeLorean when they went into Watson's neighborhood. And don't I think, think if that there's both of us didn't covet that fucking part. If there's any t- a pair of of parts that we could have played it was this waspy like couple getting into their delorean yeah in watson's day christy goes to watson's neighborhood and the first thing she sees the way they like sort of like indicate that she's in the rich neighborhood is yeah. like the waspiest couple you've ever seen they literally have like tennis sweaters on like tied around their their shoulders and like yeah. tennis bracelets on and they're getting like getting into their like wing seagull wing DeLorean. door yeah it's DeLorean. fucking awesome, and that could have been us, and it could have been us, and it's an outrage. And the, the hand of God, us. I hope you're listening because you're unfucking yeah, notice, Rachel. Um, notice. Here's what we're gonna do: we're gonna do a lightning round of segments. We have three segments that I want to get through, and I I think there are probably some other things that you would like to say. So we're gonna power through three segments in five minutes. Okay. Can you do it? Are you up to the task? Are you ready? That means certainly we'll try. No getting off task. No whammies, no mistakes. Really hard Everything for me. you really need to say during these segments has to be gold. Okay. Okay. First segment is <gasps> who's that knocking at the door? What's that door? What's the sound? What's the, it's the sound of knocking? Child Protective Services, no. open up! Get your hands on no. the get your hands no. on the ground. No, no, it's not. It's oh. Claudia's closet. 
That's right. We talk about what the girls are wearing, uh, including Claudia. I'm going to run through this real fast. You just tell me if anything jumps out at you. Stacy is wearing a shirt with a thousand eyes on it, which is a reference to the Greek giant Argus Panoptes. He of a thousand eyes. Uh, he slayed the uh, a chthonic half woman, half snake monster named Echidna, and he guarded a heifer. Um, who was actually a nymph named Io uh, for Hera from Zeus, um, to, who was attracted to her. And that's yes, a, a, or kind of it a neat could be, reference by Stacy. Yes, or it could be Shub Niggurath. Ah, yes, the, the, the uh, Lovecraftian horror of the deep. Yes. Yes. An outer god. Yes. Um, um, very we cool. We know Anne is pretty closely tied to the Lovecraft mythology, yeah. so I Either wouldn't of put those to put Shub-Niggurath, to, okay. to, to hint towards Shub-Niggurath in this book. Claudia. Uh, video book. This video book, thank you. <laughs> you really saved yourself, because we're going to look like we're out of touch with the modern era. Claudia is wearing apple glasses. They are like l- cool little, they're shaped like apples, and they have like a little, you know, stem. Th- stem coming out of them. That's really cool. It symbolizes the end of innocence and the passing from the pre-lapsarian to the post-lapsarian state uh, av- after Eve was cast out of the Garden of Eden, uh, which is uh, obviously what is being signaled is that the Babysitter's Club itself is a new beginning, but it is also the end of kind of like a paradise um, that came before. That sounds right to me, yes. Yeah, Okay. And then finally, I don't know if you have fashion notes, but Christy at one point is wearing pajama shorts, and I thought that was really cool. They're like you pajamas, like that because that's something you like to do too. But they're shorts, but it's pajamas, but it's shorts, and that was fucking right. owns. You wear you wear jorts as pajama pajamas. I'm wearing pajama you shorts. Wear pajama right shorts. Now. I wear pajama shorts, but I also have pajama shorts. I I looked it up, and they make them for boys. Okay, and they're great. Right. And I, I wear I'm wearing them right now. It's it's shorts, but it's pajama material. It's it's comfortable. Okay, and and quick question. Outside. Just because there are no whammies, yeah. Was that the three segments, or do you have? Was that one of three segments? That was one of three segments. It's called Claudia's Closet. The next segment is our. <gasps> <laughs> Where we talk about the burns in the video book. Was there a burn that you particularly liked this week? Yes. Okay. 1430. Everyone, it's the first meeting of the Babysitter's Club. They're trying to figure out how to do marketing. Turns out Stacy's like a social media expert and like marketing expert, like top of funnel marketing expert. And she's got all these fucking like She's into like CTR and conversions. Yeah. And then we hear a, a throat clear at the door and we turn around. Who's that? Janine Kishi. <laughs> and Janine Kishi. Janine is awesome. Like, she, I love Janine in this. Now do you see how much Janine rules? Janine has like a button that she presses on her computer that closes her door. And okay, and that's actually Claudia's face. That's my baller okay. of the week, and it's a segment within a segment. Baller of the week is Janine Kishi. Because at some point, Christy and Marianne walk by. To, on their way to Claudia's room, and they're like, "Hey, Janine!" And she looks at them and just hits a button on her computer, and her door closes. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, and she's got an awesome rig with like five monitors. Janine's like so looking cool. At code, yeah, Janine. She's so cool. Rules. Yeah, but at the fourteen minute and thirty second mark, um, she overhears Cl- Stacy saying all this bullshit about like SME and like SEO and and yeah. top of funnel shit. 
And she's like, yeah. she immediately dismisses it. And she's like, you know, you guys could just do like something more like person to person and word of mouth. Um, yeah. And she was, and, and she refers to Stacy as the yellow hair. Oh yeah, I forgot. Which is just that. so insulting and so dismissive. May I make a suggestion? Do we really have a choice? Given the challenge inherent as uh, the yellow hair noted in building a platform from scratch, I would ascertain that the most effective solution to your dilemma may be an analog one. <laughs> she was like, "You don't have to do what the yellow, yellow hair is hair. talking about CTR, but why not rely on word of mouth marketing? That's fucking great. It's so good. It's fucking awesome." And she and Stacy looks so insulted <laughs> by being referred to as the yellow hair. Stacy looks like put out throughout this whole thing. Yeah. They did a good job of casting an actress who like played an insufferable Stacy. Yeah, she's like, oh, I'm from New York, and then Chrissy's like, Oh, cool, where in New York? And she's like, The city. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I also forgot that there was a it was a character trait early in these books that Marianne was like obsessed with New York. They abandoned oh, that yeah. so quickly in the books, but yeah. she maintains that character trait. She's like the... she's like tongue tied. She's like the yeah. city. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, here's my burns. I've got uh, two of them. I'll say them real fast. It's a, the burn first burn is from Batgirl. Uh, okay, when she's like trying to find a babysitter at the last minute, and she's on the phone, and she goes, "How much an hour? What are you gonna do? Breastfeed him?" <laughs> Good. <laughs> That's funny. And the second burn is from Christy on Watson, and she says to Watson, <laughs> she says to her mother in front of Watson. He might be able to buy you, Mom, but he can't buy us. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Pretty tough. Before we talk about your third segment, can I talk? Okay. Can we talk, sp- explore Watson's character a little bit? Yeah, hell yeah. Or is yeah. that your third segment? Well, my third segment is Watson adjacent. So why don't we just introduce it and then we can talk more about Watson? Does that Watson work is for played you? By, a char- uh, by an actor called Mark Feuerstein. At first, I was like, that's not what Watson looks like. And then I was like, by the end of it, I was like, that's my Watson. I think Watson is my favorite character. And I know that sounds bad because we're two middle-aged white men. And what we've done is really gravitate towards the middle-aged white man in the show. But he like rides his bike to work in his suit. He rides his bike to work. He's very silly and goofy and funny. And like... I don't know how to say this yeah. in a way that doesn't sound bad, but he is directly responsible for the creation and propagation of the Babysitter's Club. Yeah. Do you want to just say that this part, for people who haven't seen the show, because I don't want it to seem like we think that. <laughs> Christy the show thinks that. Christy came up with the idea for the Babysitter's Club. We'll give her that. She hears Batgirl yeah. frustratedly trying to find babysitters, and she was like, me and my friends can be babysitters. We'll show up in yeah. the same place at the same time each week, and people can call us. Yeah. But she's pitching Watson on this at dinner one night, and Watson is like, oh, awesome. So, like, what do you charge? And she's like, competitive rates. He's like, great. And he's like, do you have dues? Like, do you kick up a certain amount of your <laughs> earnings to dues? And Chrissy's like, uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to like, like, and he keep, was like, keep track of everything in some kind he's of a like, club yeah, do you keep a calendar or like a notebook or like an itinerary? And she's like, yeah, uh, <laughs> he like hand feeds her like every all of bit the names, of the babysitters club. Yeah. And then it's revealed at the end in a very sweet moment that they their second meeting, their first meeting, they get one call. Well, this is my Watson. this is my segment. OK. And it is my. <gasps> <gasps> Here 
tearful moment. And yes. it made me cry. Yep. Uh, where so they finally start getting clients and like it's hot and heavy with the babysitters club. Everyone in Stony Brook's interested, and someone calls and it's. Uh, I like didn't put this together until cr- the show put it together for me because I was so focused on the name. Because Claudia's like, oh, the Papadakis is great. You live next to the Brewers, and I was like, is Hanny Big House or Little House? And so right. I was worried about that. You immediately started writing an email to Netflix, being like, um, yeah, excuse me. But I think Hanny is Big House and Nancy is Little House, so yeah. I, I deleted that. And thank God I didn't send it because I would have really ruined some credibility. That would have been embarrassing, yeah. Um, but what I should have been thinking about is what happens next, which is that, and I genuinely teared up. It's because like Christy has said all this horrible shit to Watson. Like you're, you're trying to buy my family. It's so fucked up. But she realizes in that moment that what must have happened is that like Watson just kind of wonderfully like went around his neighborhood. I'm tearing up now. Like went around his neighborhood knocking on the door and being like, hey, my like soon to be stepdaughter has started this babysitting club. Like can, you should give her a call. It's really yeah. lovely. And she like writes a text to her mom that says like tell Watson thank you. And I yeah. cried. My my two tearful moments were both Watson. Uh, well, one was Watson adjacent as well, which is when they're handing out pamphlets with yeah. the Babysitters Club logo and information on it. Everyone's just like a little bit like, uh, okay, yeah. But when she hands one to Watson, Watson's like, Babysitters Club, yeah. yes. <laughs> and he like skips away. He's so excited. He's so about excited. It. And that's like the day after she's like told him he's trying to like buy her family. <laughs> The other Never moment that it. really, really got me, Jack, was yeah. the first meeting when the phone first rings and Christy picks it up and she says, Babysitter's Club founder and president, Christy yeah. Thomas speaking. I was just like sobbing. I was just yeah. like, oh, there it goes. There it is. Wow. There it goes. So you get to live it again. And she has ported from the 80s into the body of the... I don't... Have we resolved what this is? Is it is it the same Christy from the 80s who's just somehow like time jumped or what? They don't. Yeah, no. I think it. it's a Doctor Who situation. I think okay. she's probably she's like the fifth Christie. You know. Okay. Oh, okay. There was so like that, that one Christmas special Christie. It's like, yeah, do you yeah. count her? I don't know. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense, and that's I guess true of everyone. And well, um, and, and it's it's true of Mimi and Louie too, who are back. So that's and they're going to have to kill him again, aren't they? I suspect so. I mean, I, I assume that so. they're going to kill them again. So welcome. Yeah. To the show, our new favorite character, Watson Brewer. Welcome to the show, Batgirl. Welcome to the Pantheon, Rachel Schuchert. And welcome, Baby God. Nation, old babies and new. And welcome, Beret Lady. Welcome, Beret Lady. Beret Lady. Yep. And welcome to the show, um, new baby bees and old second tier baby bees. <laughs> Perfect. That's great. This is good. This is what we're doing now. Yeah. For the foreseeable future, so and then I hope we'll, you weren't too attached to the Friends Forever books. I mean, well, we've recorded two, uh, two we've episodes, had, yeah, that are in the bank currently, so <laughs> they'll be back. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anything else you'd like to add before we leave? It sounds like your baby has woken up. His name is Miles. Yep, he's woken up and he's screaming. He's not happy. Um. Oh, uh, twenty-two, twenty-one. At the 22 minute and 21 second mark of this show, there's a frog on a shelf in Claudia's room. Okay, so that's confirmed canon. Yep, and so they got us and they frogged frog us and people. we're all losers. Yep. Um, I, that's, that's it. That's, uh, that's everything. 
Um, That's everything. What I'd like to say is thank you for bearing with us. I'd like to say thank you, Miles, for um, keeping it down, actually. Yep. Um, He's standing and- right outside the door going... <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot like his data it really is yeah, yeah um all that remains is for me to say that uh uh this week we watched uh the ba- episode one of the babysitters club netflix show christy's great idea next week we're going to be watching season one episode two claudia and the phantom phone calls we will be back with friends forever eventually but it's going to be some indeterminate amount of time because we do refuse to look up how many episodes there are on the show and we will not do it we won't do it so don't don't even ask us to don't ask us and don't tell us and don't tell us we um, want to be surprised all there is for me to say that my name has been this week jack shepherd my name's tanner greenring um please do remember do we say all the things i think so okay Please Throw them into the deep do end. remember to round off the corners in your bedroom. Drown all your dolls. Call your senator and demand your right to bear time. And do not forget to let daddy love you as much as I do. Remember the Delaney's. Remember the trip man. And take your dream horse through that maze. Claudia is wearing a bra now. And the way she talks, you would think that boys had just been. Just been. Invented. Invented. That was cool. I like that. I've hit record. Oh, Numbers geez, are I hit record, out. too. Numbers are going up. Your mouth One. is full of vegan brie, too. One, two, two, three, four, four, five, six, <laughs> seven, eight, nine, ten. That was a HeadGum Podcast.